0: What is good, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Stats and Eggs. And I am not solo this morning. Kind of a different Stats and Eggs. Kyle Posey is here. What up, KP? Hey, man. How are you doing? What's going on? What's going on is John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan spoke yesterday. And whatever you wanted to think about who they're taking at three, you can think that even more strongly now. The only thing we know for sure is, There is no chance in hell Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers next year. He was never
1: coming back. They traded multiple picks for him. Like, why are we still dancing around this? And if you are still gullible, and I don't want to be rude and say dense, so I will say gullible enough to think that Jimmy is coming back. Look at the words. Look at the emphasis that Kyle Shanahan used during that press conference, because he all but came out and said, I cannot stand this dude. It was very, (laughs) very obvious. Was that almost over the top? Overwhelming for you?
0: When asked if he could guarantee that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be on the roster on Sunday, Kyle Shanahan's exact response was, I can't guarantee that anyone on the planet is going to be alive on Sunday. Like I don't know if he's going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo or murder Jimmy Garoppolo. He
1: does not like that guy. I don't. So <laughs> I don't know what Jimmy has done over the past, like since the season ended. But things seem to have gotten much, much worse. So the, I mean, obviously, you're going to hear a lot of rumors and stuff. But it is evident that the relationship is too far gone. Like there's no coming back from that. That's what, that was my main takeaway. Who we, we know, we don't know who they're going to take because every time you were asked a question, every time Kyle was asked a question, it came back to, I like five guys. Like he wasn't going to give any sort of clue about who he's clued in on, but it made it seem like he would take those five draft eligible, eligible quarterbacks over Jimmy G.
0: That's the crazy thing is that he seemed so fed up. He was like, hey, I think we can win with any of those guys, but I know we can't win with that guy. And how many times during the press conference did he say the words starting quarterback? He literally said, we felt we needed to get a starting quarterback this year and add that to our team. Like he may, They're not hiding it. This person, whoever they're taking is starting, and Kyle said it about six times in a press conference that lasted like 30 minutes
1: that would have been a dangerous drinking game whenever Kyle said (laughs) the word starting quarterback, because he wasn't just saying it. He was letting us know. He was telling us we did this to get a starting quarterback. He is telling us what he's doing. So we don't have to pretend anymore. I think it's fascinating. Uh, Now, you know, we're, we're just getting more and more rumors and not just rumors, really, because they're all saying the same thing. These reports that are coming out, they're essentially saying it could be this guy. It might be this guy. But don't rule out this guy. Nobody is saying anything. There is no new information that is coming out. Everything keeps coming back to Mac Jones with a little bit of Trey Lance, which makes me think it has to be Justin Fields, right? Because that's usually what it is.
0: (laughs) Kyle said you want to find a guy that can throw like Drew Brees and move like Lamar Jackson. So, like, that might be Lance. That might be Fields. But it ain't Mac Jones. Nobody is confusing Mac Jones for Lamar Jackson. So, like, again, whatever you wanted to think going into this, I think you can find a quote that sort of supports your opinion. But to me, I don't think it's Mac Jones.
1: Yeah, I don't think he says that if he felt strongly about Mac Jones. And we've seen, even on Monday, Adam Schefter came out, Ian Rapport came out. They're telling us that Kyle Shanahan himself, not the 49ers, are very, very high on Mac Jones. If Kyle Shanahan was very high on Mac Jones, he wouldn't mention the word Lamar Jackson. And for whatever reason, this keeps getting confused because I tweeted out a video of Justin Fields making plays over 35 yards, and somebody responded, well, uh, Ky- or Mac Jones could do that. Did you ignore the part where there's three runs in there where he's running for over 35 (laughs) yards? Mac Jones hasn't ran for 35 yards in his life. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Again, all of the signs have been so obvious.
0: I feel like slowly but surely, we're going to get there. And the other frustrating thing for me, and I don't know why the media keeps trying to get John Lynch to say this publicly, they keep asking, well, whose decision is it? And Lynch gave the answer today. Well, he said that Kyle Shanahan's the play caller, so... I'm going to always defer to him. Like, no shit you're deferring to him. We know that. It's in the contract. Kyle Shanahan hired John Lynch. We know this. John Lynch has said it. Kyle Shanahan has said it. Do you really think that Kyle Shanahan hired John Lynch and then all of a sudden he's going to let John Lynch pick his starting quarterback? Like, no. It's Kyle's call. Period.
1: Yeah, I felt like we could have gotten a lot more quality questions during that presser, but it all came back to who's in charge, which has been answered 20 times by now. It's very evident that this is this is the San Francisco Shanahan's. This is not John Lynch's team. Like, we know this. Why are we even wasting our time on it? And he, and every time they ask the, this question, he says the same thing. Like, he's not ashamed <laughs> to admit it. He knows who has the keys to the car. But I mean, we could have asked, you know, what they want to do about possibly trading up because they have 84 guys on the roster. They have more than six picks. So common sense says they're going to trade up. We didn't get a chance to ask about that or essentially any other position other than tell us who the pick is or is Jimmy going to be here? We know they're not going to give us any insight about the pick and we know Jimmy's gone. Just a waste of time is what
0: I felt like that was. I liked the quote. And this as someone who doesn't want Mac Jones. This quote scared me. I believe it was Kyle that said, this is what we do for a living. It's up to us to live with the consequences. To me, that's him kind of being like, dude, I'm not listening to 49ers Twitter. I'm not listening to anything anybody says. We're picking the guy that we think is best because we've had our nose to the grindstone. We've been down in the dirt with this thing since the whole thing began. We're picking our guy. Screw everybody else.
1: Yeah, Kyle has a burner. He is on Twitter. Do not <laughs> that because that's how I took it. I was like, he said, after I get on social media, after wins and after losses, and he did have a good point where everything is inflated. So when you are reading these rumors, because as we get closer to the draft, they are only going to get worse. It's only going to get more nauseating. Nobody knows. And that is the only thing that matters right now. We are not going to know unless they come out the night before and say, well, the 49ers are going to draft so-and-so. Until then, it's just, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing that from third-hand, fourth-hand, fifth-hand information Like nobody knows.
0: And there's a lot of people saying, well, the Niners said they were comfortable with one guy, but now they're open to others, so they shouldn't have traded up so early. The Niners are saying whatever they feel like they need to say to not tell you who the pick is at three. They don't care if you think that they traded up too early. They don't care about all that stuff. They don't care about all this prejudgment that's going on right now. All they care about is putting in the time to make the pick and getting their guy. Because I think correctly, Kyle, if they get it right, none of it matters. All this stuff goes away.
1: Yeah, the first the extra first rounds don't matter because look at Houston, look at Kansas City, even the Bills, like every team that has, or the teams that have had a successful trade-up, they are not missing those picks. I thought it was interesting when John Lynch brought up that it doesn't do them any good to tell us who they want because it, they're working with other teams. And Kyle Shannon also said, you know, we, we trust those other teams. We like working with them. So if they were to tell us we want to take uh, let's say it's Trey Lance. What if there's another team who is in love with Trey Lance and they're going to jump the 49ers or, and try to just give them up ransom because that is who they want? We made it, or Kyle Shannon also brought up the fact that, you know, uh, if there's no, if you like a guy at three, if the fans like a guy at three, uh, 12 there's no reason you shouldn't like him at three because he made it sound like the value he was talking about value in that sense so if he's thinking like that you have to imagine most NFL teams are thinking like that so it just does them no good it does not behoove them to share that information yes it's going to be frustrating that we're going to have to wait until Thursday but I mean it's the NFL they're going to keep it secret they've been tight-lipped about this pick so there's no reason that they're going to change that a couple days before
0: One of the things that made me nervous as a 49er fan um, is the way that John Lynch kind of opened the press conference with his Seasons of Love style, like, rant. Like, we've watched 176 college games and practices, conducted 400 Zoom calls, interviewed 600 players. Like, that to me is them wanting to avoid the crap storm that came when Kyle admitted they didn't scout Patrick Mahomes and they didn't scout Deshaun Watson very closely because they thought they were getting Cousins. Whoever they pick, they're trying to put the kibosh on that thinking and tell you just how deeply they dove into all these guys, which at first I was like, oh, no, does that mean it's Mac Jones? Because they don't want to hear that crap that they heard in 2017.
1: That's a great point. And I don't think anybody I've I don't think I've seen anybody bring that up. So what they're telling us is we're uncovering every stone. We are turning everything over. We watched him, whether it's at Alabama or whether it's Alabama A&M Tech. We watched that player. So do not give us any crap. What is next for the 49ers now? Do we just wait or what happens, Rob?
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like. I thought that they were going to trade Jimmy. I thought the news of the Jimmy trade was going to break. And that's why Kyle had joined the press conference yesterday, because that's what happened with the, with the trade up to number three is all of a sudden the 49ers weren't speaking Then bam, there's a press conference scheduled. And then like hours later or a day later, whatever it was, we got news that they were trading up to three. The next domino to me, that's going to fall is Jimmy's getting moved. And based on Kyle's comments today, I wouldn't be totally stunned if he got moved before the end of the first round.
1: Um, Kyle all but traded him during this press conference. I feel like that was the takeaway because it's going, it's now it's only a matter of when. Are they going to be able to flip Jimmy before the first round and use maybe another pick to move back into the first round? Or are they going to have to settle for future picks and not use those next year? Either way, it's a benefit. Imagine he just said he's missed two of the last three years and they're more than likely going to get not one, but two day two picks for a player who has missed that significant of time they're going to be able to flip those picks and maybe get a starter this year. If not, they can use an extra second and third next year for when they don't have a first round. So uh, it's been an amazing offseason, And if they are able to flip Jimmy for those extra picks, it's just going to be icing on the cake.
0: Like if they, if it's somehow they managed to swing a conditional first round pick next year, then in theory, that means the 49ers could have gotten their franchise quarterback and gotten a first round pick back in return. In addition to that, like, Granted, now everything has to break right for that to happen. That's Those are two huge ifs. But like, holy hell, how many teams can say they had to trade up to number three to get their franchise guy and also ended up with an extra first-round pick?
1: Yeah, nobody is the answer because look around. That just doesn't really happen. In most scenarios, the quarterback that they would be trading, like they would have to release him or they're not getting anywhere near this type of compensation. So um, you have to really give a round of applause. And we never really talk, you know, hype up the 49ers on Niners Nation like, you know, most other sites do. But the way that everything is unfolding right now, they have just had a heck of an offseason and um, just a, one more move to make. But but again, you know, they can do whether whoever the quarterback is, we're going to have to watch it play out. But I think the more fascinating part is to see where they go after this because they can have, they have a chance to add three to four players who can really help them right away and just transform their team.
0: I think they're really looking at this year's draft as the cherry on top of the sundae. I think they really think that they can put the finishing touches on what they see as a Super Bowl roster. I know people like to get on me, all the SB Nation and hosts, the NFL hosts like to say I'm crazy because I think the Niners can make a Super Bowl run with a rookie quarterback. But I think if you ask John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, they would tell you the same thing. If they can add the other pieces around him, and obviously if they make the right choice at three, I think that's how they view this year.
1: Absolutely. So they do have a strong roster and John Lynch did mention that. And I mean, you look at the depth chart, there aren't many holes on the roster. So if they really just fill cornerback, wide receiver and add a pass rusher and those guys, all of those guys don't have to come in here and be number one guys. They're essentially either afterthoughts or can be groomed into a starting role. That way, after the one year deals are up next year for a lot of these guys, they can just fall into a starter. So um, everything and the way that they played this offseason just seemed I imagine – it has gone to perfection from their end. Like, I'm sure that they wanted one free agent that they weren't able to get their hands on, but you can say that for any team. So, yeah, you have to really be happy for them if you are a 49ers fan, at least right now. I'm sure, you know, if it is Mac Jones, people are going to tear their hair out and not care about what else happens. But it's all about the process, and that's what you have to respect.
0: And that's the last thing I want to leave people with. And I'm going to say this again and again, and I'm sure I'll say it on Thursday night during the Niners Nation live draft show on the Niners Nation YouTube page, which everyone should definitely check out. Whoever they pick, we have no freaking idea if this person can play. So if it's Mac Jones, don't rip your hair out calling them idiots saying how horrible it is until we see this dude on the field, at least from April to September. Like, let's relax and just enjoy the fact that we have potentially a franchise quarterback. Because until then, we have no clue. What if it's
1: Mac Jones? They're able to flip Jimmy Garoppolo. They trade back into the first or a receiver falls and it's Rashad Bateman or it's Devonta Smith who falls because he's 166 pounds. There's no way that you can be mad at Mac Jones if he has the person who got him drafted that high. So there's like, that's why you have to be able to respect the process and kind of see how this all plays out. I cannot wait. This is going to be a fascinating weekend. And I imagine we are going to have a lot of content for you.
0: We will have it all for you. Make sure you stay locked in on NinersNation.com. We are going to be pumping out podcasts in reaction to every single thing. If something happens with the 49ers, I promise you KP and I are going to be there with you. We will have an instant reaction podcast. There'll be plenty of those. We'll do the live show, like I said, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Niners Nation Facebook page. Niners Nation YouTube page. I'm going to throw the thing out on my damn Twitter account, for God's sakes. Watch it. Everybody's going to be into the pool for the Niners Nation broadcaster. So, whoever you listen to, you'll be able to hear on Thursday night. We hope you join us. Rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. KP, thank you very much. Stay tuned later today for Niner Nate and Leo Luna, who I'm sure are going to have a ton to react to on this press conference as well. Thank you. And we're almost there, everybody. Just hang tight.